It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. You Douglas, Joe Giglio. It is the Midday Show. 215-592-9494. Get your board. We got Kyle behind the glass. We'll get back to all your phone calls here on the Jalen Ramsey stuff, on the Sixers, on Tyrese Maxey. Of course, the pitch clock. Love it or hate it after one weekend. But let's go out to the guest line first before he uh, he gets on a plane. I believe about to get on a plane to go to Indianapolis for the Combine the rest of this week. Elliot Short Park. What's up, Elliot? Man, so I actually don't get on a plane for another two hours, but big airport tricked me into getting here three hours worried about security. So well, I got some time to, to kill with you guys. Yeah, well, it's what they say, but I got, through, I got through security in like four minutes. So now I'm just uh, killing time waiting to get to ending. Wait a minute, Ellie. You know I'm curious about your outfits because you are one of the absolute best dressed on this radio station. <laughs> so how many Appreciate outfits it. did you take for Indy this weekend? Well, all right. So first, you got to know I'm going to be there basically just tomorrow and half the day Wednesday. Make so sure four outfits. Yeah, well, I was going to say five, yeah. So I brought three <laughs> pairs of shoes, five different shirts, three pairs of pants, got my workout stuff. So, I mean, look, the, the, the GM and the head coach only talk every once in a while. Plus, I'm representing the station at a league event. I got, I got to look nice. Gotta oh, I'm, sure I'm not mad at you. Well. Yeah. I oh, no, am I not mad at you. I saw you have the Jays on today. So yeah, I'm, you I know, know you're right to, there with me. Yeah. I'm trying to represent. But, but you know, what? <laughs> I want to ask you this. I'm kind of curious because there's been a lot of talk about B. John Robinson potentially yeah. being the, the Eagles pick. If you were going to pick B. John Robinson, which pick would you use to get that running back? So he's an interesting case because if you remember a few years back when Christian McCaffrey went, I think he ended up going in the top ten, if I'm not mistaken. How, Howie Roseman was very interested in taking him. So while we can sit here and say Howie would never use a high pick on a running back, he would have done it for Christian McCaffrey. So I mm-hmm. think for the, right, for the right running back, he might do it. And when you look at this offense, you know, it really is the only kind of glaring hole, especially with all the free agents that they have coming up. So I think the responsible thing to do is probably not take him at number 10. But at the end of the day, he's an elite talent. He can be special. And, if you know, he's not going to be there at 30. So ultimately, you're going to have to decide if you're Howie, do you take him at 10 or 30? And I think it would be, you know, I don't, I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't completely rule it out if you took him at 10. 
All right, Elliot, I'm curious where you come down on this. I, I'd say so far today, maybe only about 20% are with me on Ramsey Island. Elliot, I, I have yeah. some I have some reservations here about the Eagles having four or five first or second year players in the defense next year, which I think is is probably you know, probable, right? If they have Dean out there and they have Jordan Davis and they draft two players in the first round, it could be a very young defense, Blake and Chip. So I would like to make sure I have another star player. Jalen Ramsey's available, still playing at a high level, 28 years old. I'd be willing to give up the 10th pick. Most people would be out are out on that so far. One, overall thoughts on Ramsey, and then two, if you were to entertain it, how much would you give up? Yeah. Well, so as normal, Joe, when you make a point, my initial thought is that's crazy, and then after listening for 20 minutes, you talk me into it. So I will say now I'm a little more into the idea than I was when you first brought it up to me, but here's what I would say. The Eagles' perspective on it is probably they are already paying Darius Slate elite money. They're going to be paying a lot of players elite money. I mean, Devontae Smith is up for a contract next year. Jalen's obviously up for a contract. So ultimately, you just can't commit that type of money to the number two cornerback spot. So I agree with you that this idea that they'll draft someone at 10 and that guy will just be fine, that's a big wild card. They've had trouble uh, drafting that position. And when you look at receiver, they had trouble a lot of years in a row. And finally, they were like, you know what, we're just going to pay a premium price to get a premium athlete. And they did have interest in Jalen Ramsey before. Before he was traded to the Rams, the Eagles were very much in that on trying to make a deal happen. So I think that if they weren't paying Slay the money they were, it's something they'd be more interested in. But ultimately, defense to me just doesn't matter enough to invest a number 10 pick plus a huge contract into what is essentially a number two cornerback. Yeah, and that's a big deal, right? It's it's the price and it's the payment, um, and it's it's how much they're going to do. Elliot, you know, on this whole subject, and you know, obviously money and who they're going to pay. What's your feeling on the direction they'll go this offseason? Because we've had a lot of callers who just seem. I guess, you know, to accept the fact that they're going to retool here, that they're going to get younger, yeah. and, and almost very few that want to go all in again, which is, is interesting to me because they were two minutes away from winning a championship. Well, I think there's a difference between retooling and going younger. The reality is they're going to have to retool somewhat. When Howie talked earlier this offseason, he kind of offhandedly mentioned, you know, he, he said something like, well, if, if we do end up signing our guys, almost in a way as if it's not what they expect to do. He mentioned the comp picks, right? It sounded like a general manager knowing he's going to lose a lot of his free agents. But when you say going younger, that does not mean if they sign their free agents that they're going to start all rookies. They can go out and they can sign veteran players that just aren't going to make as much money as their veterans do, right? Now, obviously, it's a downgrade in talent. But for a win-now team, and I think this is an important note for the coordinator as well, when they're a win-now team, which they are, handing key snaps and key jobs over to guys that haven't done it before is a major risk. So I think you'll see them bring in a, a decent amount of veterans that maybe aren't as expensive, I would be very surprised if, you know, next year they go into it and they're starting four or five uh, first-year players on defense. They're just too good. The offense is too good, and the expectations are too high for that. I'm curious, Elliot, uh, you're going to the combine. How comfortable are you knowing that we know you're going to the combine and we don't know who the defense coordinator <laughs> is for the Eagles right now? <laughs> well, look, I mean, you know, we'll see. Maybe, maybe by the time I get to Indianapolis, we will know who it is. Uh, Sean Desai, if I, if I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, the former Bears – defensive coordinators in Philadelphia today interviewing. I think he checks a lot of really good boxes. He's done the job before. Uh, he's worked for good organizations, and he's young. So I think it's a nice mixture of both. But, yeah, it's not ideal. I mean, the thing about the Combine is it's not a draft event. It's billed as that. It's a TV production that's a draft event. But ultimately, this next few days for Howie is going to be about free agency, meeting with agents, figuring out what, what free agents are going to cost, figuring out who's going to be available. So the draft, I mean – that, that's not really what these next few days are about. Either way, you want to know who your coordinator is. 
But ultimately, I think this is more about retaining their own players and it is figuring out who they're drafting. Elliot, do you think the Jalen Hurts contract's going going to be done soon here before the offseason starts, you know, in earnest when, when players can move around? Do you think they're going to have this done before then? I think about the timeline, you know, what, about four years ago when it was Goff and Wentz and then, you know, Dak obviously didn't get paid right away. But those deals right. weren't done as quickly. I mean, the, the, I think the Wentz thing was sometime later in the spring. Do you think this will be done, you know, soon? I, I do, yeah, just because so much of the other contracts depend on it, knowing how much they're going to have to spend. Now, I would imagine at this point they have a pretty good idea of what that contract is going to look like, and it's about hammering out other details of it, the structure, where the money will be. I would think that, you know, with how good he was early in the year, with the reality that they knew that the Eagles are a team that likes to plan ahead. I mean, they planned for the Wentz deal from the second they drafted him almost. So I'm sure that they have a good idea of what this is going to look like. But the other aspect of this is other quarterbacks could sign, right? There's other quarterbacks out there available. So – I think it benefits the Eagles and Jalen to get out ahead of this, get the money, get the deal done, and you know move on with their offseason. Elliot, if, if you had to guess from the Eagles' perspective, what would they rather? Tenth pick in the draft, they're sitting there, and one of the quarterbacks, right, there's four quarterbacks, has fallen so they can auction off the tenth pick, or all four quarterbacks get taken in the first nine picks, obviously pushing you know other positions like the, you know corners down to them. I think they would rather take a player. I mean, this is a win-now team. They need elite talent. They need building blocks. They're not a team that's going to be drafting in, the, in this, this high very often, right? I mean, if you look at the future of this team, I think we would all agree the future looks bright. It's kind of a bit fluky that they got this pick from the Saints. Great general managing. But, you know, it's not something you're going to have every year. So Howie is a big believer on adding elite talent, adding cornerstones to the franchise. So I think if you can sit there at 10, and, you know, he probably won't, but let's say Jalen Carter falls down to 8, and you can move up and get him, or – or, you know, one of these elite cornerbacks uh, uh, gets to you, I think they'd prefer that over adding a pick just because they don't really get a chance to draft this high often. Jenna, I mean, excuse me, Elliot, what would be the biggest surprise for you, the, the player that the Eagles draft at number 10? Who would be the biggest surprise for you? Well, a quarterback, right? <laughs> but but <laughs> outside of that, I mean, look, you started with them, Dijon Robinson, just because while I think there's a chance of it, I, I would I still think, we can talk about needs on the roster, all these things. Bottom line is you're picking a 10. You add a cornerstone piece. You add a piece that you think you're going to get good value in with the contract. You add a piece you think will play for you for 10 years. So while I think it's an interesting conversation, and you could certainly convince me into it, if they actually did it, I would, it, I would be surprised on draft night. All right, Ellie, let's end with this. Give us your takeaways from Saturday with the Sixers and the Celtics. We were talking about it today. Obviously, a, a heartbreaking way for yeah. it to end with the Tatum shot in, and then the Embiid shot didn't count. What was, what was your biggest takeaway Saturday? My biggest takeaway is I think I would pick the Sixers team to beat almost every team in the NBA besides the Celtics. And unfortunately, they're probably going to play the Celtics in the second round. So I think they played them close. I think it was an encouraging performance. But I think there's been a lot of like, well, if this happened, if this happened, if this happened. Bottom line, they lost. They're 0-3 against this team. They struggle against them. And so while it was encouraging to see them play right with them, I don't have confidence that in a seven-game series they beat them four times. So I think they could beat the Bucks. I think they could beat the teams out in the West. But the unfortunate reality is the Celtics are there, and I think watching that game on Saturday, I'd be surprised if they beat him in the playoffs. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. Elliot, we appreciate you hopping on. We'll talk again uh, later this week, and uh, enjoy Indianapolis. Sounds good. Talk to you guys soon. Window Nation has the coolest deal ever for keeping you warm. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. Now is the perfect time to take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts all while reinvesting in your biggest asset. Not to mention the savings on your energy. Up to 43% of your home utility bill goes to heating and cooling. 
With new Window Nation windows, you can cut those energy bills during cold winter months by keeping your hot air in and the cold air outside. Go with the window company that has installed over 1 million windows, all with 96% customer satisfaction. Now is the time to upgrade the look and feel of your home, all while saving thousands on your energy bills. Call 866-90-NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. Plus, make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION, or go to windownation.com and tell them Elliot Shore Park sent you.